Hey everybody, Max Kevin here. It's the Little Cutie Podcast. It's not too long. How you guys doing? You recover from your uh, Super Bowl, Super Bowl snacks hangover? Like, oh god, I ate 14 bags of potato chips and 23 bags of tortilla chips and 17 bags of Funyuns. And I ate four buckets of sour cream and a gallon of salsa and 42 barrels of nacho cheese and then I had diarrhea for three hours straight off. Hey guys, are you hungover from all those chips that you ate, man? Were you stacking your Pringles, dude? Stacking my Pringles with Doritos. Um. Anyway, I didn't eat any chips. Uh, you know, I love chips. Wouldn't it be great if you could just, if like chips were healthy? Wouldn't that be? Wouldn't that be awesome? You just eat chips all day. Just be like, and then and then like and like the like Cheeto dust of that cured cancer. You know, you just like eat chips and then you got the Cheeto dust all over your hands. It's like, oh, you got breast cancer. Let me rub my Cheeto dust all over your tits. Cure your cancer. Then one guy walks up to you and he's like, "I got testicular cancer. Can can you grab my balls with your with your Cheeto with your Cheeto hands?" And you're like, "Oh, sorry, sorry, dude. I'm straight. Can't carry cancer. But here's a bag of Cheetos. You can do it yourself." Oh, anyway, um, so today, uh, today, uh, I'm thinking I'm doing a little, little, little kind of different little podcast. Uh, I want to, I want to talk about, I want to talk about the exciting topic of economics. Are you guys excited? Are you? Are you looking forward to it, you know? Okay, first off, let me give my qualifications. Uh, I'm an English teacher, you know? And uh, I became an English teacher because I don't have any skills or talent, you know? But uh, one thing I do have that most people don't seem to have is I'm not a fucking moron, you know? And uh, I'm going to talk a lot about uh, Bitcoin and money today. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, if, you, if you made some money on cryptocurrency, congratulations, you know, that's good. Um... Hope hope you make some money, but uh, you're making you're making the world a worse place by investing in cryptocurrency. I'll talk about more more on that later, and um, and uh, you know of course uh, you know if you're a fan of cryptocurrency and you hear everything I'm gonna say today, you're probably gonna I'm sure your retort or what you're gonna be thinking is this guy's a fucking moron, dude. He doesn't know shit about cryptocurrency, dude. It's the future, dude. Dude, we're going to stick it to the big banks, fucking cryptocurrency, dude. It's decentralized, bro. There's no, no one's in control of it. No one, we, no one can, no one can stop us. We're using crypto fucking currency, dude. It's decent, you know, you're probably going to be, that's, that's probably going to be your argument, you know. And, um, I just want to say, I, you know, I'm not, uh, the, the stuff I'm going to talk about is not... You don't have to be smart. You just have to not be a fucking moron. You know? Like, I feel like I'm Galileo. You know, back in the... Back in the day, in the, in the 1600s or whatever. I don't know. I don't know when exactly he lived. Maybe 1500s, 1600s. You know, Galileo wasn't smart. He was just telling everybody. He's like, hey, look through the goddamn telescope. You don't have to believe anything I'm saying. Just, just fucking look through the goddamn thing. You can see the Earth is not the center of the universe. All you got to do is look through the telescope. And their people are like, Galileo, why are you such a fucking little bitch, huh? Everybody knows the Earth is the center of the universe. Fuck your telescope, dude. That's the devil. You're the de- You know what's happening when I look through the telescope is the devil is, is blinding me. He's putting magical juice in me. That's why. That's why it looks like Jupiter has four moons. Because that's the devil, you know? Um, and of course, I don't really... Um, 
all these things I'm going to talk about is is they're they're all very easy to understand, but they're purposely not taught. And the reason why they're purposely not taught is because if you understand them, you'll you'll understand why we don't need a central or why a central bank is bad, and money shouldn't be printed, and uh, and uh, yeah, well, let's get into it. You know, the reason why I'm talking about this is because uh, well, Tesla Tesla announced that they bought a bunch of Bitcoin, and um, and uh, you know, uh, Elon Musk has been pumping that on his Twitter this last month or so. He's been talking about Bitcoin, and apparently they bought it last month. And, uh, you know, Elon Musk has been pumping it on his Twitter for the last month without telling anybody he bought it. And then they, uh, they just released it. It's like, oh yeah, we bought it. Hey, hey, hey. Just after we pumped it for the last month, we also bought some. We bought 1.5 billion last month. We might have sold it already by now, but we're not going to tell you that. And we don't have to because the, uh, Security Exchange Commission doesn't regulate Bitcoin. So we don't have to say shit. We can pump and dump it legally. And uh, that's probably what they're doing because, uh, you know, Tesla, they uh, they don't really make any money on their cars. You know, they have shit for profits. And uh, they make most of their money by by selling uh, their uh, carbon carbon uh, coupons or whatever. You know, they get carbon coupons because they make electric cars. So they sell those to other car companies to offset their, their carbon footprint or whatever. And that's like where the majority of their revenue comes in. And, uh, you know, they probably need more revenue this quarter because uh, when they finally start you know, publishing their, their results, you know, everyone's going to realize that the company's way overvalued, even though you probably should know that by now. And, uh, you know, they're going to, they're going to see that those numbers and be like, oh, fuck, why is this company trading at a hundred times what it, what it should be worth? You know, probably should sell it, you know? So I think the reason why they, why they did that is just so they could make some money, you know, they could make a quick, quick $500 million, you know, just real quick. And, um, you know, another interesting thing about their, about their press release they also said they're going to buy gold and gold ETFs, but did you hear the news mention that even once? I mean, was every every headline was uh, Tesla bought Bitcoin? Tesla bought Bitcoin. Have you guys heard about Bitcoin? Cryptocurrency is the future. You guys better buy Bitcoin. It's fucking nothing. You better put all your life savings into it. Bitcoin, Bitcoin, Bitcoin. Um, yeah, they didn't mention. Did did anyone hear them mention gold? Because that was also in the press release that uh, Tesla talked about. They're they're buying gold. Yeah, which is uh, that's a good idea. You know, if, if I was a shareholder of Tesla and uh, I found out that they were diversifying their portfolio out of dollars and into gold, I'd be like, oh, finally, they're not fucking morons. But um, if I was a, if I was a shareholder, which I'm not, uh, and I heard they were they were diversifying into into Bitcoin, into cryptocurrency, that would make me want to sell. I'd be like, OK, well, that's a goddamn Ponzi scheme. And um, they're 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 gambling. They're gambling with my with my money, you know. Is that is that a good investment to invest in a company who's just gambling with your money on on cryptocurrency? I think that's a terrible investment, you know. And uh, today today Tesla was down two percent, and I think maybe maybe the people that aren't fucking morons that investing in it and they see that 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 Tesla's buying cryptocurrency that that that's just reckless and irresponsible, you know. That's a that's a they're just gambling, you know. I mean, they should just be buying lotto tickets. But um. Yeah, so that's I mean uh, that's that, that's a whole another topic. It's just the uh, the I mean, crypto is supposed to be like like uh, like people are um, uh, what I'm, what I'm, you know sticking it to the man or 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 against the establishment, right? But why why does the news talk about cryptocurrency all the time and they never talk about gold? Did you know if the, if it's really against the establishment, shouldn't the establishment news not mention it? You know, I mean, why would they? Why would the establishment news mention something that is against the establishment? 
You ever think about that? Why does CNBC ever, ever, you know, they always talk about it. They always say, oh, Bitcoin's going up. Bitcoin's going up. Did they ever mention gold? Did they mention Tesla bought gold? No, of course they didn't. Because, because the real anti-establishment stuff is gold and silver. And why is it? Well, well, let's get into it. Okay, so the, the first concept that people need to understand is that everything is money. Everything is money. Money is not some separate, some separate thing. Uh, everything is money, right? Gold is money. Uh, cigarettes are money. Uh, apples are money. And uh, as I said before, uh, bottled farts are money. Okay? Everything is money. There's, it was never meant to be this separate thing. Like, fiat currencies were never meant to exist. That's never what money was, right? It, you know, if when we go from a barter system to a currency system, the only thing that has changed is that instead of lugging around the actual thing that people want to trade, they just lug around certificates because it's more convenient, right? And those certificates always represented a tangible good, okay? And so everything is money, and everything can be represented by a certificate that you can redeem for that tangible good. And that's, that's the origin or the genesis of money, right, of paper money, is certificates that represented tangible goods. And they were always meant to represent a tangible good. They were never meant to represent nothing, which is what fiat currencies are, right? Every fiat currency, they just represent nothing, right? Well, I mean, actually what they represent is the is the future production of the country, right? So when, if you ever hear an economist say like, oh, we don't need, we don't need money backed by anything because the dollar is backed by the full faith and credit of the United States government. You ever hear this phrase? It's backed by the full faith and, and full faith and credit of the United States government. What does that mean? It means it's backed by slavery, right? Is is every dollar is a coupon for the future production of anything made in America, right? That's what it is. That's what they mean when they say the full faith and credit. It means if you have this dollar, you can use it to buy anything made in the future in America, right? Okay, and so that's where... That's why we have lots of problems is because now we have fiat currencies that that don't represent anything. And money, you know, was never meant to be anything other than a representation of a tangible good. Okay? So that, there you go. That's the, that's the first concept that, the basic concept of looking through the telescope and seeing Jupiter's moons is you need to understand that everything is money. And everything will always be money, you know, because... Money is just a representation of a tangible good, okay? Okay, I said it like fucking ten times already, so if you, if you, if you didn't get it by now, you know, maybe, uh, I don't know, hit your head against the wall, okay? All right, so next. So now people are like, why gold and silver? This is, this is another thing people don't understand. It's like, why, you know, people mention gold and silver, they're like, oh, you're a fucking boomer, dude. You don't you don't understand the technology. You don't understand. You're, you're still playing 8-bit Nintendo, dude. I'm playing PlayStation 5, you fucking boomer, you know? So... If we understand that everything is money, right, we can understand that some things are better forms of money than others, right? Just like everything is food, right? You can put anything in your mouth, right? You can put a hamburger in your mouth. You can put a, a giant penis in your mouth, right? You can put a rock in your mouth. Now, if we rank all three of those, it's like, what's the best form of food? A hamburger, a giant penis, or a rock? Now, obviously, the hamburger is the best form of food. The giant penis, uh, you know, maybe you could shoot a lot, but uh, hopefully it's not attached to anywhere because that would be painful. And, uh, of course, the rock is probably a bad form of food, you know, because it's probably going to break your teeth, doesn't have any calories, 
you know, it doesn't, I mean, maybe, I guess it's got some uh, minerals in there that uh, you need. But what, whatever criteria we assign to something, we automatically get a hierarchy, right? Just as Jordan, as the great Jordan Peterson likes to say, you know, no, no matter what criteria you assign to something, you will automatically get a hierarchy based on the properties of that thing, right? So everything is money and everything is food, okay? And once we understand that, there's, there's a, a ranking of what makes good food and what makes good money, okay? So think about what makes good money is, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, acceptability, right? right? Everyone, will, everyone recognizes it. Everyone wants it. It's something that everyone will need, you know? Everyone wants, uh, you know, like if we do cigarettes, you know, even people that don't want cigarettes... They, they know they can give them to someone who does want to smoke, right? So this is, an, this is another concept, is that there's an end user of everything, right? There's an end user for every, every tangible good, right? So if everything is money and we can, use, we can use apples and cigarettes and gold, you know, maybe you don't smoke and you don't want any jewelry, but you want to eat an apple someday, you know? But what's the problem is apples go bad, right? Apple goes, apples go bad, so... They're, they're bad forms of money because you can't hold on to them too long, right? And even though you want to eat an apple, you know, maybe you're not hungry right now. You want to eat an apple next week, right? And so you're going to hold some cigarettes and then trade them to someone who wants to smoke. And they're going to give you an apple because you want to eat it, right? You're the end user, right? So for everything, there are end users that want to use the good. Okay, so there are people who smoke, there are people who want to use apples, and there, there are people who want to use gold, you know, to make jewelry or to, uh, you know, make a satellite or to just shove it up their ass in a giant golden dildo, you know, just whatever, it doesn't matter. There's end users, okay? And so if we think, if, if, if we know that everything is money and the demand for everything is determined by the end users who want that, right? You know, we can we can rank order what is is good for money. Okay? And the reason why gold and silver were used is because they're not you know, they don't they don't deteriorate over time. It's their chemistry, right? They have a very long half-life, right? We can't use uranium because the half-life of uranium is not very long, you know, and it, it'll it'll kill you too, you know? It'll radiate and kill you. Right? So if we look at it, we can use anything on the periodic table of elements and any combination of those elements, you know? And precious metals went out. And the reason why they went out is because they don't deteriorate. You know, they don't, they don't take up much space, right? Uh, and they have end users, okay? And, the, and if you look at the periodic table of elements, there's there's five elements that are the best for these criteria, right? And those are gold, silver, platinum, platinum, and rhodium, okay? And when people say, like, it's arbitrary that we use gold, it is in the sense that it's arbitrary that we use gold over silver, platinum, platinum, and rhodium, right? Because all five of these metals have the same properties. The same, they have, they're all perfect forms of money, right? They all have good properties to make them the perfect forms of money. So it is somewhat arbitrary that we use gold, gold and silver, over the other ones. But the reasons why ancient societies use those ones is because palladium and rhodium hadn't been discovered yet because they're too scarce, right? And they're usually mixed with other metals. And, uh, 
and platinum, platinum has a very high melting point, right? And ancient societies couldn't build fires hot enough to melt platinum, and that's why they use gold and silver, right? Now, now in, in, in modern society, you know, if we think about gold, silver, platinum, platinum, rhodium, right? Gold, the, the price of gold is more determined by its demand as, as money and less by its industrial demand, right? Whereas silver is both. Silver is demanded as money and it's also demanded for its industrial uses, right? And platinum and palladium are mostly demanded for their industrial uses, right? And if you, if you look at a chart of, of palladium, it's gone up like 500% in the last few years because its industrial demand has increased dramatically, right? Because people are using palladium a lot in, uh, in like, in platinum and, like, catalytic converters and in phones and all this shit, right? But I, th I think going forward, platinum and palladium will have a lot more monetary demand in addition to their industrial demand. But the thing is, if you're using something as money, you kind of want the, the price of it to be stable, right? You don't want, you don't want it to be worth something completely, you know, 10% more one day and 10% less the other day, right? You want it to be stable. And because silver, palladium, and platinum have industrial demand, their price is more subject to fluctuations, right? And so the price of gold is more stable. And so that's why it's the best form of money compared to those other ones. I mean, because it doesn't have as big as industrial demand as the other metals, it's better. Right? Okay, I hope this all makes sense right now. If you guys want to take a break and eat some and stack some Pringles and uh, eat some more chips and dips, you know, I, I understand. You know, you can just hit pause for a sec, you know, break out the sour cream, break out the break out the, the ruffles, break out the ruffles and the and the the onion and sour cream dip and uh, you know, shove that shit in your mouth and be like, Oh god, oh god, I'm so fat, you know. Okay? And uh, you know, uh, I understand and uh, and uh, hit play again. Okay. So now I hope you uh, now I hope you know that everything is money. Okay, so far the points I've made, everything is money. Some some things are better forms of money than others, right? And the, the best forms of money are gold, silver, platinum, platinum, and rhodium, right? And the reason why gold has more monetary demand is because it has less industrial demand and it makes the price more stable, okay? And also, everything is money and... The reason why everything is money because everything has an end user, right? Someone there's there's always going to be demand for apples, cigarettes, and gold. Okay. Now let's talk about now let's talk about prices, right? So what what determines a price, right? Why is gold at eighteen hundred dollars or whatever? Okay. So the price of everything is determined by its supply and demand, right? Everybody. Even if even if you're a goddamn moron and you, and you think uh, cryptocurrencies have some value, uh, you probably still understand the supply and demand curve, okay? And so, what does the supply and demand curve say? As the as the supply of something goes up, the price goes down, and as the demand of something goes up, the price goes up, right? Okay, so and let's think about demand. Let's think about demand for a second. Okay, so what? The, the reason why gold is $1,800 is because, and not $180, is because it's somewhat scarce, right? If we had 10 times the amount of gold, we could the price would be 10 times less, assuming the demand is the same, right? So if we had, if the price of gold is $1,800 and we had 10 times as much gold with the same amount of demand, 
the price would be $180. Okay, that makes that makes sense, right? Everybody knows that, right? And so the demand is a function of of the of the supply, and and the the, the actual demand is is based on utility, right? What you can do with it, right? You can eat an apple, you can smoke a cigarette, right? How many people want to smoke cigarettes? And how many cigarettes exist, right? That's going to that's going to determine the price. Okay? And another concept that people don't seem to understand is that price does not affect utility. Okay? And utility utility means what you can do with something. Okay? So, you can smoke a cigarette, you can eat an apple, you can make jewelry out of gold or a giant dildo and shove it up your ass. Okay? So, the 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 price the price of an apple doesn't change what you can do with it. If an apple is a dollar or if an apple is a hundred dollars, all you can do with it is eat it. Right? The price has no effect on utility or usefulness. Okay? No matter the price, an apple has the exact same utility. All you can do is eat it. And no matter the price of gold, all you can do is make jewelry or shove it up your ass with a dildo. Right? So this is this is another very important concept. Price does not affect utility. Okay? So we got that. Everything is money. There is a hierarchy. Uh, the, the price of everything is determined by the demand of the end users and the supply. And price does not affect utility. Okay? You understand all these concepts? Alright, good. Okay, so let's talk about cryptocurrency. Alright? So, what can you do with cryptocurrency? You know, people say like, "Oh, well, it's decentralized. You can, da da da. You can, we could trade it. You know, I mean, what can you do with it? The, th the thing is, it's nothing. Cryptocurrency is nothing. There is nothing you can do with it. It has no utility. All you can do is trade it. Okay, that's the only thing you can do with it. And that's not very useful because we can trade everything. There is nothing we can't trade. You know, we can trade cigarettes. We can trade apples. We can trade gold." There is nothing we can't trade. In cryptocurrency, that's the only thing you can do with it. You can trade it. Other than that, it has no use. There is nothing you can do with it. And why is there nothing you can do with it? Because it's just a goddamn Excel spreadsheet. It's it's an Excel spreadsheet with encrypted blocks. You know, all you can do is is write your name on an encrypted block and say this is my block on the Excel spreadsheet. Now, why is that useful? It's not useful. There's nothing you can do with it. Okay. <laughs> you know, you can. There's nothing you can do with cryptocurrency. There's nothing you can do with it except for give it to someone, you know. And you can do that with anything. So there's no utility. There's there's nothing you can do with it. I don't, I don't know how many times I have to say this because people are so fucking dumb that they think that uh, you, you can do something. There's nothing you can do with it because, because it's nothing. What can you do with nothing? Nothing. You can't do anything with nothing. You know. Uh, so anyway. Uh, and often when you, when you when you tell people about this, you know, they say, well, you can buy you can buy something with it, right? You can buy stuff with it, right? But that's not what utility means, right? Price does not change utility. If if a cryptocurrency is $1 or $1000, that doesn't change what you can do with it. All you can do with it is trade it. That's its utility, right? The the price has nothing to do with it. Okay, so let me let me uh collect my thoughts here. I'm trying to uh Okay, so th there's nothing to, you can do with 
cryptocurrency, that, that means there's no end users, right? There's there, No one is buying cryptocurrency to use it. To try, I mean, even very few. I mean, I'm sure there are probably a few people that 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 do use it to to trade like in in third world countries or or terrorists or you know drug dealers or whatever you know which which was the original purpose like people said like when the thing first got out it was used for like drug drug deals and stuff but then but then they found out that all the transactions could be traced so it's actually very bad to be used for like drug deals and 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 terrorist shit and and extorting people because every transaction can be traced right? So even those end users, they're, they're tiny. You know? So who are the people that are actually buying it? Well, they're speculators, right? And th this is another thing about demand, right? The demand for everything is determined by the end users and also speculators, okay? And why do speculators buy something? Because they think the price will go up, right? So, you know, you might, you might hoard cigarettes because you know there, there will be an end user, but you also might think that maybe there there'll be a shortage of tobacco, right? So the price will go up. So you're a speculator, right? You're you're hoarding cigarettes because you're speculating that the price of tobacco will go up. Okay? So the price of everything is determined by the end user end users and speculators. And in the case of cryptocurrency, there are no end users. There are virtually no end users. There are only speculators. The only people that buy cryptocurrencies are doing so because they think the price will go up and they want to sell it later to make a profit. Those are, I mean, that's, I can, I can say with certainty that that is 99.9999% of people that buy cryptocurrency are not actually using it. They're only speculating. Okay. And it's the same thing. It's the same thing with gold and silver too. You know, a lot of people don't use gold and silver, but they're speculating that the price will go up and that's why they buy. Right. It's it's the same with every 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 good, right? Gold, silver, apples, all of them. There are end users and speculators. Okay. So cryptocurrencies have no end users; they only have speculators. And when speculators exit the market, when they decide that you know maybe maybe the price isn't going to go up, so they just sell, right? The new price is determined by the end users, right? So there's probably a number of people that are speculating that gold the price of gold is going going to go up right but if those people think it's not going to go up they're going to sell and the new price of gold is going to be determined by the end users okay but with cryptocurrency there are no end users so when the speculators exit the market the price is going to zero because that's that's what it, that's what it, that's what it's worth you know it's it's nothing and um so yeah, uh, there's that point. The uh, the demand for everything is determined by, or the price of everything is determined by demand, which is you know determined determined by speculators and end users. Sorry, I, I have a golden dildo up my ass, so it's tough to talk right now. And I'm also trying to eat a bunch of these three D Doritos that I'm that I'm dipping in sour cream. Okay, so another another thing about cryptocurrencies is that there really is no supply. You know, the price of everything is determined by supply and demand, but there really is no supply of cryptocurrency because it's nothing. You can't have a supply of nothing because it's nothing. You know, how much is, how many times can you, what's zero times infinity? Well, it's zero, right? And with everything else, our, our supply is defined as a specific amount of the underlying, right? When I say I have a, supp a supply of 10 apples, what, what do you imagine? I mean, I have 10 whole apples, right? It's not one apple cut into 10. 10 slices, it's one whole apple. 
If I say I have a supply of 10 cigarettes, that means I have, you know, 10 whole cigarettes, not one cigarette cut in 10 slices, right? So when we say we have a supply of something, it's determined by a specific amount necessary for utility, right? So if you have, if you have a cigarette that's just the, the filter with no tobacco, right? That, that has no utility, right? You can't smoke that. So that doesn't count as a supply. If all you have is a filter, you have zero cigarettes, right? So there is a necessary minimum amount of tobacco in that cigarette that is necessary to have to say that you have one cigarette, right? So a minimum amount is necessary for supply. But cryptocurrency, there's no difference if you have one of them or if you have a thousand of them. It doesn't change the utility at all, right? There's... It's the same thing you can do with it. All you can do is trade it. Okay? If you have if you have one apple or ten apples, right? You can make a pie if you have ten apples. But if you only have one apple, you can't make a pie. You could just I mean maybe you can make like a single serving little pie, but you can't make a whole pie. You need ten apples for that. Okay? So there is a when we talk about supply, there is a minimum amount necessary for utility for everything. Right? If I want to if I want to make a golden dildo, okay. I need maybe 500 grams of gold to, to, plate my, to plate my dildo, okay? If I only have, you know, a quarter of a gram of gold, it's not going to be enough to plate my dildo. So I'm not going to be able to shove that up my ass, man, you know? So this is another thing people don't understand is that su- supply is defined as a minimum amount necessary for utility, okay? But cryptocurrencies have no utility. There's nothing you can do with them and if you have a one of them, or if you have a hundred million of them, you can still do the same thing with it. All you can do is trade it, right? The, the utility doesn't change no matter the amount that you have. And so when people say things like Bitcoin only has, there's only 21 million coins, that's bullshit. There's, it doesn't matter if there was only one coin or 21 million coins. All it is is a market cap, right? There's, there's either a hundred billion there's either a billion dollars wasted in this fucking cryptocurrency, or there's five hundred billion dollars, right? It doesn't. It doesn't really matter. It's just. Uh, it's just a market cap. It's just something that is is holding a number of dollars, right? It's being represented by those number of dollars. So there there is no supply of cryptocurrency because its utility doesn't change no matter how much you have of it, right? There's a there's a lot more you can do with a hundred apples that you can do with one apple, right? You can make ten pies with a hundred apples. But you can't, you can't make shit with one apple. But if you have, you know, 100, 100 coins or one coin of any cryptocurrency, you, you can do the exact same thing with it. All you can do is trade it. And people will say, well, no. Well, no, because if you have 100, if you have 100 coins, you can buy 100 times more things. But again, price does not affect utility. Okay? There's another, there's another very important concept people don't seem to understand. That price does not affect utility. Okay? You can, you can do the exact same thing with a cryptocurrency, no matter the price. And that thing you can do is trade it. That's all you can do. That's all you can do with it. It's just trade it. Just like it. And you can do that with anything. Okay, so there, there, is, no, there is no supply of cryptocurrency. Right? There's, and there, the, the way people define supply in economics does not apply to cryptocurrency because it's nothing. And the supply is infinite. Right? Okay, if that doesn't make any sense, take another take another sour cream. You know, maybe switch it up to tortilla chips. Throw away the potato chips for a sec. Take a tortilla chip, put some nacho cheese on there and some sour cream. And be like, oh my god, 
nacho cheese and sour cream in my mouth all at once. I'm so fat. Yeah. Okay. And so, another thing I want to talk about is that cryptocurrency makes the world worse, right? And why does it make the world worse? Because it, it wastes resources, right? It takes electricity to make this shit. And, and what do we create of it? We create nothing, right? So if, if you go, you know, if, if you plant an apple tree, if you work, if you do work, you spend resources, you spend time and resources to plant an apple tree, right? It will yield more apples, right? And we can use those apples to make pies, okay? And if we, if we, you know, go and mine iron, right, we can use that iron to build bridges, right? Our, our work has, has given us something that we can use. Our work has, has created utility, okay? But what do we create when we, when we spend energy, spend electricity to make cryptocurrency? We, ma we make nothing. We make an Excel spreadsheet with, with encrypted squares on an Excel spreadsheet. So it just wastes resources and it creates nothing, okay? So cryptocurrency makes the world worse. It's like war. Right, you know, you know, people say war is is uh, is healthy for the kind. That's fucking bullshit. Okay, if you mine a bunch of iron and and form it into a battleship, and then that battleship gets destroyed and sinks to the sinks to the ocean floor, what is the difference between just mining the iron and throwing it in the ocean in the first place? Right, nothing. It's just a waste of time and money, and that's all cryptocurrency is. It's just a goddamn waste. It uses resources and it creates nothing, so it makes the world worse. Okay, so. I know some of you probably have been investing in cryptocurrency and you might have made some money, but you got to understand you're making the world worse, right? By by using cryptocurrency, you're destroying resources. You're making you're making the world less efficient, right? You're wasting resources. Right? Just like war. You're wasting resources. Oh, uh, let's see. I don't know if there's if there's anything if there's anything else I can talk about. Yeah. I mean, cr cryptocurrencies are just a giant fucking scam. And basically, because the Winklevoss twins, if you know them from Facebook, they they bought like a billion dollars of it in 2013, and they and they're they've been trying to pump it ever since then. You know, and a lot of people are are hyped about Bitcoin, but what is the difference between Bitcoin and any other cryptocurrency? Well, nothing. And some of them are a lot better. You know, they're 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 more technologically sound. They're, they're easier to trade, you know, because all you can do with a cryptocurrency is trade it. And some of them are much easier to trade than others, right? So just like we were talking about with hierarchies for, for food and money, there's a hierarchy of cryptocurrencies because all you can do is trade them. And some of them are easier to trade than others, right? And Bitcoin is definitely not at the top of that list. And the only reason why Bitcoin is 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 more expensive than the others is because of marketing, right? And because it's, it gets pushed on the news every single day, right? And also because it's called Bitcoin, right? Because when grandma... When grandma is is uh, is is about to die and she's got like ten thousand dollars to uh, invest to leave to her kids before she dies, you know what, what's she gonna buy? Is she gonna buy one that's called Bitcoin or one that's called uh, Ethereum? You know, fucking Ethereum. That's a that's a goddamn Matt Damon movie. You know, no no one that hears the word Ethereum is gonna think, oh, what is this? Is this is this some new form of money? You know, people hear Bitcoin, they think, oh, that's computer money. I heard of that. I heard of so that's all Bitcoin has going for it. Um, let's see, are there any other, are there any points? Maybe, let, let's just sum up, let's just sum up, okay? So, if, uh, if you've been eating chips this entire time and, and you didn't understand anything I say, I'll, uh, let me, uh, sum up the, uh, the entire podcast here. So, everything is money. 
um, the price of everything is determined by supply and demand. The demand of everything is determined by speculators and end users. Right? The price of everything is determined by supply and demand. Did I already say that? Yeah, I think I did. Cryptocurrencies waste resources and create nothing. There is no supply of cryptocurrencies because what you can do with them doesn't change based on the amount that you have. And uh, I don't know if there were any other points. Maybe maybe you got to go back and listen, you know. But anyway, I'm just I'm just sick of this. I'm sick of this goddamn scam. I'm sick of being fucking Galileo looking through this telescope and and there's all these religious people telling me that the earth goes around that the earth is the center of the universe. And I'm just like, what the fuck is wrong with everybody? God damn it. Why won't why won't you people look through goddamn telescope, right? I know I know you're telling me just with it's like, oh well, uh, Elon Musk. He's he's really smart. He's a billionaire. He's the, he's the smartest guy. He's the most rich guy in the world. Uh, are, you, are you telling me you're smarter than Elon Musk? It's like no, but he's fucking scamming you guys, right? There's this thing called stupid or liar, right? And and I don't think Elon Musk is stupid, but he's definitely lying because he wants to make some money pumping cryptocurrencies and selling them to you guys. All right, he's scamming you. Okay, <laughs> he's fucking scamming you. Uh, and not just him. Everyone, everyone that holds. They're all scamming you. you know? uh, yeah, so anyway, uh, I guess that's it. I guess that's it for today. Is this a fun one? Did you guys enjoy it? Did you guys co- comment below. Comment below how dumb I am. You know? Comment below how, uh, how, how when I look through the telescope, that's just the devil. That's just the devil changing my vision. You know? Anyway, I hope this was uh, a long-ass podcast, huh? It's a long-ass podcast, huh? Oh, anyway, thanks for listening, man. We'll see you tomorrow.